0: Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blue Conversations with D. Lamar. Today I have some special guests that I would like to introduce to you all. Um, And these guests are very dear and near and and, and, and good friends of mine who are dear to my heart. And I just wanted to introduce you to them. Uh, Matter of fact, we're going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, everyone.
1: My
2: name is Jesse and I'm from the D.C. area. Thank you for having me, D. Lamar and hello my name is Anthony from Florida by way of Portland Oregon such a pleasure to be
0: here good so um we're gonna jump right into it because we'll be talking about some stuff earlier today and we I kind of want to just get it out there and let un- people understand that we were talking about relationships earlier and then one of the things that came up in our conversation is how we forget about the whole dating aspect of when we meet someone um Why is that? Why do we forget the importance of dating people? Or how does that go out the window so quickly? Or why doesn't it even happen? Anthony, go ahead and start me off with that. Well, I think to kind of just uh, summarize that question
2: to kind of get things started off, I feel like people are not always intentional and honest about what they want. You know, sometimes we like the thought of thinking about what we want, but not really willing to put in the work. You know, it sounds good until you have to start going through that process of getting to know the person and just, you know, remove, removing those layers to really find out, is this what you really want and getting to know someone and b- build a potential future.
0: Sure. Okay, and, interesting. And you're
1: right, uh, Jess, you just about to say something? I'll add on to it. Um, if you want um, to answer the same question, why is it so hard to date? In my perspective, I feel like it depends on the person because if you set certain standards and do not let up on them, then dating should not be a problem. And then there's other aesthetics that play into it, like race, gender, maturity level, upbringing. So when I list things like race, like in the black community growing up um, as a young individual, I didn't see too many people, black people, going out on dates so that wasn't something I was familiar with mm. until I actually got into the college room where oh well you know I guess well black people actually date too and then when it comes to like gender I personally am um, almost uh, I consider myself as gay so when you think about it and then even being a black gay male going out on dates it, it's kind of so it just puts me in the mind of being very self-conscious because you're about who's looking at you and then if you're raised up like me in a church you have these things going on in your head like maybe this isn't right right those are some right. things that play and um, come into play with it and then I almost feel like it's on whatever maturity you have to meet people where they are with their maturity level some people are not ready for to date um I just know I've seen firsthand, and the homosexuality uh, world or gay world, whatever you have, what you like to call it, is that a lot of people tend to be more promiscuous, and um, we, that's another conversation right there of why gays tend to be more promiscuous. Because I could talk about that all day. And then the upbringing. See, my mom, um, my dad passed away when I was younger, so my mom is a single family mom, and. Um, just in our home, an upbringing, there was more, everything was very private. I didn't know when my mom went on a date. She didn't bring guys home. I know she did get remarried and stuff like that. I didn't see her in the action of going out and dating. or nor did I see things. Maybe because I was much younger than everyone else. Is the reason why, but just for me, okay. I didn't get to see any of that stuff going up. So dating wasn't a normal thing that I saw
0: growing up. So it was kind of like out of the norm for you? Yes. Okay. Okay. Which it makes sense. I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, I think that we are so used to, and and I think it's a new generation. I think this is a new era of thinking. A lot of us, we're interested in having sex with you first and then dating you later. That's true. Right. And I think that that kind of diminishes the the, the the point of dating somebody and it also kind of stops you from meeting people um, genuine people because you let the sexual part of you possibly building something with somebody else come between you and them now you don't even have a relationship with this person whether it's a friendship whether it was a, a hopes to be in a relationship just because you have thrown in that sexual aspect the dating part has gone out the window right
1: and I would like to add on to that, that let's look at for, I'm, I'm going to speak as a gay black man. When you look at the platform of dating for gays, we have Grinder, you have uh, Jacked and all of these, uh, um, uh, Scruff and all of these other applications. When you mainly get on there, it's mostly about sex. Yes, they do have the option to say dating, But I mean, I can tell you from experience, nine times out of 10, that's just whatever because it's only about three to four or five, maybe at the most eight messages in before you get the message of, oh, how big are you or let you see this.
2: And then it kind of just tears you away from dating. Well, I think that when most people come on those types of platforms, they already know what what their intentions are. Mm. But I think it still goes back to the basics. It has to start with self-love. You have to love yourself unconditionally to a point where that when you meet someone who may not be on the same page as you are, you're willing to set those boundaries and let them know, hey, listen, like, yes, don't get me wrong. I do sometimes get to a point where I, I have a sexual need that needs to be fulfilled. But now that I'm really wanting to focus on, you know, building something for a future, a tentative, you know, further down the line, I need to set these boundaries to let you know what, what my expectations are and if you're unwilling to fulfill those or meet me at that point then maybe you're not someone that I should consider even trying to go down that road with and I think that's what happens we like the feeling of of that instant gratification but sometimes you know when you give into that too soon like Demetri said it diminishes everything that you were building towards that point you know
0: mm. well child listen here I guess like, I guess we all can kind of vouch that we've been there before when we've had sexual relations before we started dating. But for me, speaking for me, I felt like I had greater chances when I waited. And I think that what needs to happen is that we lack patience. And I think that's something that we culturally just work on is just being still and just kind of being patient. We are so eager sometimes to just jump right into a relationship. A bitch can say hi. Or they can say, you look good. That is true. <laughs> and we can struggle. <laughs> you be so bad. You old like, oh, child. They think, I look good. I'm cute. And then immediately we started gravitating toward this person as if they said, hey, let's go on a date. And, and, and that only be the case. It just complimented you. But we have been so conditioned. And I don't know why. I'm, a I'm sitting here thinking about it. I don't know why we even think that way. Because it has happened to me when someone has said, oh my God, you look so nice. You're very handsome. And then I'm like, ooh, child, they must like me, Chad." Right. Okay. And then you know, we go the extra mile to get our feelings hurt.
1: And then let's not lie, when you're meeting people, I mean... Maybe you don't try to think. I don't always try to think about it, but I'm like, mm, I bet he's like, I want to he is a bed or what he looks like. So you're you think know, like, that? oh my god, like sex is like sex sells. That's the reason why they put it in commercials all the time. So wait,
0: so you saying you actually when you meet somebody, you kind of look at them and you just be like, damn, I want to know what it's like. I observe, I analyze, I look at
1: their. I don't know, I hope I'm not the only person (laughs) that does this, but I want to see like they, if they're attractive, yes, across my mind, like, oh my God, the things that I can do to you. So, (laughs) I mean, let's just be real. I mean, I'm human and I sometimes have needs, but you know, as I've been growing and maturing, you try to look past all of that and see people for who they are. Like I can say currently now, I am in that dating phase where, I um, am mature enough to say, "Hey, you know what? This is what I want." You have to kind of, sort of hold, hold, hold
2: steadfast when it comes to what your wants are with individuals. Mm. I think we all internalize, you know, when we first meet someone, how they look and that sex appeal or that sexual attraction is there. But, you know, we have to show a little restraint because you don't want to run the person off. At at times, if a person feels like that's all you have to, maybe it's going to cause them to, you know, detour from even wanting to have an opportunity to get to know you. So I think it just depends on, you know, how exactly. we approach the situation. Not even that,
0: child. You don't want to come off so easy.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Unless that's what you're looking for, because cause let's not lie.
1: I was once young and full of life and hey sometimes you (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you think like uh, you know I can't really blame um, the young ones now because they're so young they're full of life they don't know what commitment is I feel like they're just getting out especially if you've been closeted until the time you've gotten you know up to college or living on your own or something like that then you like held all of this stuff in so now that you're finally able to get it out it's you know there's like a rush or something that just goes with that so
0: Mm. in my opinion okay I mean that's fair to say I, I think we've all been there when we just was like so ready and just so willing and but see, just, like, just, but
2: the thing is, that's that's the difference between you know when we were all younger, when we were out there just having fun. You know, we we really weren't so much looking for a relationship. We were just exploring who we were and just you know really just letting our hair down and, and having fun. But I think I was we got, as we got a little bit older. Well, you were looking. I was looking for
0: not <laughs> maybe half time, I was. Looking. I was looking. I was looking for a relationship. Really? Life, for life. I felt like I was.
1: Kind of, I mean, but let's be real when you're hanging around your friends now, what are some of the conversations you have about guys when you were younger? Like, oh, it's like, yeah, <laughs> oh, I bet he's big, and oh my god, I bet he feels so good. And da, 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 he nods a kiss. Oh, you know, I mean, that those were the conversations we had, it was never about dating. Right. No ever talked about That's oh true. how cool it was oh you know maybe if you had like some sugar daddy or whoever that took you out those that was a separate conversation but not like oh yeah we're dating and we're going out and we're doing this and doing that and we're taking it so like those conversations rarely ever happened when I was very much younger I can than what I am now because it was like the cool
0: thing to do I guess yeah which oftentimes make me go well you know. Makes me think about like women, for example. You hear women now talk about sex more than than they used to. I remember growing up, you it was very rare to we hear girls talking about, oh I want you know, sex or this and that. And I think women were so emotionally involved with men or whomever that they were more so into like, oh, before you get with me you gotta date me, you gotta do this and do that. Now you hear a lot of women saying, Child, I just wanna I just wanna know what that did be like.
1: And I think it's long overdue and rightfully so. Like women have always been, in my opinion and growing up we, women huh? have always been held
2: to this they have certain standard. standard right. And right. that's
1: not why as a guy, I don't know about you guys, but as a guy, if someone um if if someone if, if a guy was smashing so many girls or boys or what have I am mean, sorry, so many females or whatnot, we never looked down on them. We would give them that. But on the other hand, if it came down to a girl who who we would consider to be wild or whatnot, you know, we look down on them and call them wars and sluts. So, I mean, there was like this double standard there. But yeah, that's what, yeah. And I'm so happy now that women have more voice. I, I think I have the, uh, we have the feminist, like in the women's movement and all that stuff to thank, maybe. I guess so. But like, I'm just so happy. Um that women are able to
2: be more verbal, yeah, more open and expressive about you know their personal wants and needs. I mean, I think just generationally we we all are changing and evolving to you know everyone just being very free and fluid to express themselves as they see fit.
1: Exactly. And I feel like it's as men, we have to allow them to be themselves and make sure that we're not judging. Because we could like if the shoes are on our feet, I don't think you wanna be judged.
0: So. Well, like I said, I, I excuse me. I honestly feel like women again have been told to be quiet for so long and they were not able to express those things, but now that they do do we look at these situations now like, okay, she a thought, she a whore, she's this or do we look at these situations as a woman expressing how she feels? Because as an older person now, I wouldn't want my nieces or my daughters or whomever to have those conversations until they're older. But then I would still I think my expectations for them to be a lady and act like a lady. But I guess we live in different times to where those things Kind of out the window.
1: I agree in a sense, but and I think I would like to. I like to hold that same standard for both men Men and women. And women, right? That's and I feel like. I don't know when the exact or, you know, what research is the most appropriate age is to talk about, you know, sex and stuff like that, but they need to know because if they're not taught it at home or in the schools, so they're gonna go out and find out some other way or fashion or someone, you're gonna have the wrong person talking to them. So why not us talk about it? But and- what I, well,
0: now what I do believe in though, not cutting you off, but I did, I'm sorry. Okay. But what I do believe in though, is being able to provide uh, a platform to have those honest and open conversations of course when sex. even with the people that you're dealing with or the people that you're about to engage with whether it's a relationship or a sexual relationship or dating I think it is very important and necessary to set the standard to where you guys can have open conversations that well, that's is, the thing when, you,
2: when you're just telling someone don't do this, don't do this and you don't know why and kids are not able to express why they're feeling this way, it's gonna create that that door for them to walk through and wanna go out and sneak and do it. I grew up in a Pentecostal background, so you know, we were told that we couldn't do a lot of things, you shouldn't do a lot of things, it's a sin, it's this, it's that. But realistically speaking, I wanna know why am I having these feelings? You know, Explain right. why you're telling me not to do this because if you're saying don't do it, it's gonna make me wanna go out and just even try and find out for myself anyways. Mm. I agree. Curiosity killed
0: the cat. <laughs> I know that cat, they're dead. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know a cat got
2: nine lives, so I think she's <laughs> still holding on to
0: a few. I know that she got two left, but listen. <laughs> I'm going to end this segment because um, I do want to further these conversations and have these conversations a little bit more. So before I end this, this segment, is there any remarks that you guys would like to leave or anything positive that you would like to say or anything that you would like to say, it don't matter what it is, just say something. Um, well, I
2: guess I'll go first. You know, I just want to, you know, just encourage everyone to just keep pushing. I know this last year has been hell to on everyone. You know, everybody's been affected in some form or fashion, but just keep pushing and hanging there. I feel that things are gonna get better, so much love. And I am going to piggyback off of what
1: um, Anthony just shared because i um just experiencing um, personal family losses with COVID. It's been one of the hardest things, I think, for our families to type a grasp. And I feel like just everyone needs to make sure that they're educating themselves and not listen to. Uh, make sure you educate yourself on these sites like CDC website and you know, on the World Health Organization site before assuming anything when it comes to that. But please take COVID serious because it is out there. I've seen it firsthand. But but getting back to um Dean Lamar, I wanna thank you for inviting me and um Anthony to speak on this subject because it is something that we have discussed and like when can we dating is something that needs to happen. It should happen and I hope it you know, just will happen in the future so people learn the importance of communication because there's so many things that happen so many aspects of a day that happen that you would I, I, instead of sleeping with someone it allows you to get to know the person who you're sitting in front of and you just never know. Sometimes it could be a turn on or it could be a turn off and it may it could just
0: save your life one day. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. Well, again guys, I just want to thank you guys both and I would just like to get some closing remarks follow me at out of the blue uh, conversations with De Lamar on Spotify and Facebook um, and I just want to say thank you guys again and um, closing remarks for me I want everybody to take a step back and try to date before you put it in okay alright well y'all have a good night and I thank you guys so much and we will continue this conversation in our next segment Good night. Love y'all. Good night. Love you too.